What's good guys, we're back at it again with another video. As you can see from the title, today we're gonna to be talking about necessary skills to be an elite big. And this video for me is extremely important because I can think back when I was younger, when I was growing and I'm taller than everybody else and they tell me I'm a center, they tell me I'm a big, so what did I do after that? I'm going on Google, I'm going on YouTube, and I'm looking up big man skills, big man tips. I wanted tips from someone who had firsthand experience of playing the center position at a high level, whether that was in college or professionally or anywhere, but I can never find that video. So here I am now to give you guys this video from a player who was six seven coming out of high school and was playing the five at six foot seven. So I was an undersized big, still went mid-major, got to college. I did grow a little bit to about six eight, six nine, but I was a starting center for a majority of my career. So I do have some tips that I want to tell you guys about. Let's jump right into it. The first skill I want to talk to you guys about in order to be an elite big is to have patience on the block. This is something that I don't think I learned until my sophomore, probably more junior year of college. And that is when I catch the ball on the block, I do not have to go a million miles an hour. And one thing I realized is, you know, with guards, they're used to having the ball in their hands. They're used to bringing it up the floor. So therefore they understand pace a little bit better. But when you're a big man and for the entire time that you've grown up, all you know is rebound, pass it to a guard. All you know is your guard's driving to the paint. He's going to pass it to you. You have a layup. You don't really do too much dribbling. You don't really spend too much time with the ball in your hands. Therefore, when you get into the game and your guard passes it to you on the block, all you know is, oh, I got to go 100 miles an hour. I got to make this really quick move. When in reality, understanding your pace on the block and understanding that you don't have to go fast will change your game completely. So what I want all of you guys to do when you catch it on the block is to catch it and look first. Catch the ball. And look, it will stop you from instantly putting it down where a guard can be right there and he gonna steal the ball instantly or you gonna make a move that you're really not confident in because you're just doing something. Catch the ball on the block and look, make sure you can see where everyone is on offense so you can see if one of your teammates decides to cut, you can throw this little pass right here. If you have a double coming, you can see it, dribble out of it first, then you can make a great pass instead of, oh, you're just making a move and you didn't see the double, all of a sudden it's a turnover. I also have to say that having patience on the block from the perspective of a defender, and I've told y'all this before, I feel like I got to college off of my defense. I was a starter on most teams I've ever played on because I was a defender. Like I hold the top block percentage in the ASUN conference and I was only in the conference for three years. Still, I still hold that record as a post defender. And this is coming from someone who has firsthand experience guarding all conference bigs at the mid-major and high major level, the slower a player is making their move on the block, the harder they are to guard. Look at Jokic in the league. There's a reason why no one can guard that dude on the low post, even though he's not that athletic. I'm telling y'all, the more patience you have on the block, making sure that you catch it and look first will calm you down and allow you to be methodical and very intentional and very under control when you're making your move. And it's so much harder to guard. The next skill I want to talk to you guys about in order to be an elite big is to try and dunk everything. And I know you guys have probably heard it your entire life. I've heard it my entire life. I remember even when I couldn't dunk yet, they were telling me, oh, you should be trying to dunk everything. But hear me when I say this, you should be trying to dunk everything for a number of reasons. Number one, by trying to dunk everything in the paint, it's ensuring that you're going to go up strong every single time. One of the biggest problems with young bigs, and this is a problem that I definitely have, is you get it in the paint, but you're not playing your size. You're going up weak, you're going up timid, which allows guards and smaller players to block your shot, which should not be happening at all. If you try to dunk everything, guess what? 
you're going to be exploding off the ground with bad intentions. So even if you can't dunk the ball, you're going up strong enough that they won't be able to block it. They're only going to be able to foul you. And more times than not, you're going to be high enough that you're still going to be able to finish. Another reason that our director at Game Elite G taught me this one, if you try to dunk everything, people will stop jumping with you. I didn't believe it at first. It really didn't click for me until, you know, late in my high school career, but probably more around my sophomore year of college. If you try to dunk everything, people will stop jumping. You'll be surprised, I'm telling you, because if there's one thing going on right now in this day and age, dudes is not trying to get dunked on anymore. Dudes is not trying to get posted on social media, on Instagram, getting bodied. So people aren't jumping anymore. And if you can show other players consistently that if you jump with me, there's a chance I'm going to dunk on you. I know this firsthand, they will stop jumping. There will be times in college where I get an offensive rebound and I go back up. And in that split second, when I was in the air, I'm kind of looking around like, where's the defense at? They weren't there because I had been dunking so much on so many people. People honestly stopped jumping with me and I'm getting easy, easy putbacks. I'm telling you, trying to dunk everything, even if you can't dunk yet, just elevate with bad intentions. Try and jump as high as you can every single time you have two feet in the paint and good things will happen. The next skill I wanna to talk to you guys about is so, so, so important if you wanna be an elite big man, and it's something that I don't think people talk about enough, and that is ceiling. Ceiling on the block, ceiling in the paint, ceiling when you have a defender on your back underneath the rim and you literally have a wide open layup if you can just figure out how to hold this dude behind you, get this ball, and lay it in. Ceiling is something I think high school coaches, middle school coaches, like everyone needs to start teaching this to their bigs early because once you get in college, for me, the ceiling part, understanding the footwork is probably one of the hardest things I had to learn because before that, I'd only heard it a couple times, but it was never something that was a point of emphasis in my game. As a young big man, one of the biggest problems that's almost universal is you're trying to seal on the block, guard tries to make that post-entry pass, your defender gets around you, your defender is pressuring you a lot, so you can't even make a clean catch, so it ends up being a turnover, ends up going out of bounds. You just can't get your defender behind you in a position where he can't get around you and it's just a clean catch seal and you have the ball in your hands. This may or may not be the first time you've heard this, but if you end up playing the center position, the power forward position for an extended period of time, especially in a college, you're gonna hear this a lot, do your work early. What that means is if the ball is on the opposite wing and you're on the opposite block and you start to see this ball coming over to your side, you need to already be walking your defender to the middle of the paint where you want him on the block, so you can already be ready to duck in, hit him first. Don't let the defender hit you. You hit the defender first to create the space, so all of a sudden you already have him sealed, and all it is is a catch, finish. Let me give you guys an example. I'm gonna put it right here for you. As I saw the ball starting to come over my way, I'm gonna be the hammer. I'm going to hit the defender first and hold him behind me. What that means is my arms have to be outside of my shoulders, outside of my frame, low, strong base, strong legs, and I'm holding him there, catching it, finish. I'll find another one for you guys and put it here. What you're seeing is me ducking in. That's the name of it, ducking in, ducking in. I'm going to be the aggressor. I'm going to hit the defender first to clear the space for myself, to get a clean catch, to get into my move, to finish. If you're in high school right now, you're about to go into AAU season, if you are a big, if you will seal at least 10 times in a game, I'm telling you, you're scoring at least half of those times. Because in high school, on the defensive end, they're not paying attention. If the ball is on the other wing, they're going to be looking at it. They're not going to be paying attention to you. So if you walk him in a little bit when the ball is rotating back to your side and you just quickly hit him and seal, 
I'm telling you, you're scoring double digits off that at the high school level right now. Start doing it today. The next skill I'm going to talk to you guys about is actually on the defensive end, and that is hedging ball screens. As a big man, you're going to have to learn how to hedge ball screens. And what that is, and let's just say you're on defense, the other team has the ball, you're guarding a big, let's just say their guard calls for a ball screen, so the big you're defending goes to run to set the screen. What hedging a ball screen is, not letting the guard come off that ball screen and turn that corner going downhill. What you want to do is step out and make that guard that's trying to get downhill coming off that ball screen go more towards half court than towards the paint. This is a trick that I want to give you guys with hedging ball screens, and it's something that I don't even think I've said publicly. I've told players that I've coached before, the bigs that I've coached, of course, to help us win games, but I don't think I've ever said it publicly. So if you're guarding a big that's going to go set a ball screen and you have to hedge the screen, first thing you're going to do Put your hand on that big's hip. I'm not saying you gotta grab him. I'm not saying you gotta hold him, but your hand needs to be right there on his hip as he's running, as you're chasing him to that ball screen. Next thing, when he gets to the ball screen, your hand still needs to be on his hip, but what I also want you to do is to take your foot and to put it right next to his foot. So let's just say he's on the, let's just say the rim is behind me. So let's just say if I'm looking forward, he's on the right side of the court. So he's setting the screen facing more this way, right? You want to put your right foot up against his left foot, put your right hand up against his left hip. So when that guard comes off that ball screen trying to go towards the middle of the court, what you're going to do is push off his hip just a little bit. Again, not enough that the ref is going to see it and he's going to call a foul on you, but you're going to push off his hip just a little bit. And it's going to give you the momentum you need to jump out and push that guard more towards half court. It's something that I had to do, especially when I started gaining some weight and I started getting a little slower. I had to figure out different ways to hedge ball screens against quicker guards, and that's what I found that I could do. The reason why I told you guys to put your foot against the big that you're guarding's foot is so the guard that's coming off that screen doesn't split that ball screen. So again, you're going to chase him, hand on hip, all the way to the ball screen, put your foot against his foot, that guard starts coming off, you're pushing off the hip, jumping out and i'm telling you it works i appreciate you guys watching this video trust me i probably have an hour two hours three hours worth of tips tricks skills for bigs that i've just accumulated simply because i've played the position for so long at such a high level so with a video like this i'll probably end up making it more of a series because we didn't even talk about having good hands or or running the floor or certain specific tricks about post defense that I want to talk to you guys about, but we're going to do that when I make the follow-up to this video. Like, share, subscribe, turn on post notifications. I appreciate you guys watching. Remember, if you want the one-on-one -on -one evaluations or the breakdowns, get posted on the channel just like every other video. Hit my website, btibasketball.com in the descriptions. Also, if you have any questions for me or need any advice, hit my link for Noodle in the description. I appreciate you guys watching. I'll see you guys next time with the next video.